ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 138 of the Caesar Show. We are back with bi-weekly content for you guys, and I hope you guys enjoyed last episode as much as we enjoyed that conversation as well, too. So just to rehash, episode 137, it featured myself, Terrence Whaley, and Carl Kynes, and we all discussed and broke down Pascal, OG, and the RJ Barrett trades to their respective new teams, Jaws injury, Kawhi's extension, and the new Clipper wall with the arena coming in later this year. NBA All-Star votes, Warriors struggles, Braun and the Lakers, and favorites in both the Eastern and Western Conference as well, too. So today, it's a little, a little bit different. We uh, do not have our other co-host, Terrence Whaley. He got affected by non-COVID-like illness, but... He was still able to bless us with the spot yet again, so I appreciate you. Warren actually made a joke and said, you know, if he was a sicko, he would be giving us the Terrence flu game. But, you know, next time we're going to be up here as well, too. So hopefully by then, you know, the Lakers have made a trade and whatnot as well, too. But before we get into today's hottest topics, ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for my co-host, Carl Conyers. That's good. That's good. How you living, dog? <laughs> Damn. All right. That's not good enough. My no. love. <laughs> <laughs> um, just happy to make it here in all this rain, bro. People in LA start to rain and they forget how to drive and they didn't already know how to drive. So it's it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough, man. You been good though? Yeah, yeah, otherwise, man. Yeah, man. Um You? Yeah, I've been good. I was more so worried about you. You know, the the Detroit Lions folded on you. Hey, bro, we don't need to do that. <laughs> we can keep this about basketball. And just keep moving forward. Keep it about basketball. Keep it about basketball. Bay, great year. Um, you know, you guys went from one of the worst teams and had the quickest turnaround, in my opinion, since Jared Goff got there. So it can literally only go up from here, man, you know. I don't know. The NFL doesn't really work like that. The NFL, yeah, it don't work like that. But the NFC, like we said earlier, is pretty mid. Yeah. So we'll see. I think you, you guys are at least going to, I think, be a playoff team for the next couple of years. I hope. I hope. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see about all that. You know, life of, just, we need to talk about that right now. <laughs> life life yeah. of being a Detroit Lions fan. I, I feel that. I feel that. I feel that as well, too. So who you actually got for the Super Bowl? I want to ask you that. Who you who you voting for? Um, I want the Niners to win. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm going to be honest, it's completely just because I don't want the Chiefs to win. Okay. Um, I'm not even like a – it's crazy because I don't even care about the whole, like, Mahomes passing Brady or anything like that. Yeah. I just kind of like seeing different people win. It's like, you know, you always – you're going to make it there again, too. Like, um, mm-hmm. yeah. I think it would it would mean a lot more for Brock Purdy's career um, and a lot of the guys on the Niners than it would for the Chiefs. So. Okay. Okay. No, I'm not mad at that as well, too. Um I don't care who wins, honestly. Once the Bills got knocked out, I was like, all right. That was a wrap for you. Yeah, that was a wrap for me. And then you already know, we talked about this too. Like, Lamar had the whole hood, like, rooting for him. So, once he and the whole entire Ravens team just wet the bed, I was just like, all right. That's what was tough is because the the in-line, I mean, the goal-line fumble, and then the pick that he threw – it was like coverage. you didn't you didn't need to throw it, but also that was blatant pass interference as well. So they had a couple a flags that didn't get called their way, and even before he fumbled the ball, Zay Flowers got that taunting penalty as well too. He was he was doing a lot though. Mm-hmm. I can't even that one was yeah, yeah. some rookie some rookie. That, that's the, exactly that's the thing of like he has to be better. Like you can't you're gonna you're the point of the game is to make big plays. You can't act like act like you've been there. That's mm-hmm. really the thing, yeah. you know. Yeah, he was he was tripping on that one. And for a team that led, 
I think they let the NFL in, in rushing. Yeah, they kind of and they away that was the it. biggest like, Right yeah, when they the Chiefs the scored ball. the ball, they just went away from their game plan, which I didn't understand. Especially and I know when the, Odell isn't the same, but you can kind of tell, like, once he kind of got actual snaps in the fourth quarter, they started to really move that football. Yeah, and then also you look at the Bills ran up for almost 200 yards against them, and they're they're like a middle-of-the-pack uh, right. running offense versus yeah. the best running offense, and y'all just decided to stop running the ball. Mm-hmm. And not to say that Lamar can't throw, but that just hasn't been the strength of your team is just to have him throw it a bunch of times and win mm-hmm. games. Like, yeah. Got to play to your strengths, man. Got to play to your strengths. But um, if I had to choose who's going to win, just looking how how we talked about how the NFC – isn't as strong as the AFC and how even fully healthy the 49ers looks like they have a little bit more weaknesses. I'm at this point is point right now in my life where it's like, I'm accepting that this dude, Patrick Mahomes is just nice and it's really hard to bet against him. So if I had a bet on a team to win, which I will be betting a couple, I'm gonna have a couple parlays this weekend. <laughs> um, I probably got Patrick Mahomes and the cheese winning like, 31 to, like, 24. That's who I got. Gotcha. So Sorry, I don't, I don't know what we're doing. Milo. <laughs> <laughs> Milo, who you got? You don't even care. Like, I'm going to just sit on Carl. That's, that's right, what I got. All right. Well, we can go ahead and get started on today's hottest topics. Obviously, the hottest topic right now is the Philadelphia 76ers, but more so Joel Embiid. The reigning MVP was diagnosed with a displaced flap of the Bro, meniscus. Bro, when they call that shit a flap. <laughs> flap, yeah. Was diagnosed with a displaced flap of the meniscus in his left knee and is considering surgery. Um, so a displaced flap is considered to be a type of tear of the meniscus, according to an orthopedic knee specialist. So indeed, his doctors and the 76ers are continuing to discuss whether the best source of action is to rest and rehab the injury or to undergo a procedure that would require him to miss an extended period of time as well, too. Jonathan Kaminga obviously fell on his left knee. Um, and even before that, he, you know, they came out with reports and he even came out and they said he had some general knee soreness as well, too. So that kind of sucks because in um, 34 games this season, and B was leading the league in scoring at 35.3 points per game, averaged 11.3 rebounds and 5.7 assists and 1.8 blocks, and had Philly in a position to be a top four seed. Um, so obviously this is going to be a major, major blow to not only the city but the organization and Joel Embiid as well, given the injury history he always has. But Carl, what are your thoughts on, on Joel Embiid's injury, man? I mean, I think this this season is just kind of a perfect example of like, the idea that Joel Embiid could be, you know, is like this is this is the the perfect example. Like, okay, he can go out completely dominate a game, and for me, there are other parts to it. But one of the main reasons on why I can't say he's better than Jokic is because your availability does matter, and Embiid is just always injured. And to be fair, he started off his career injured, and like I've heard something about this as well. Is like nine times out of ten, if you start off your career injured. It's gonna, especially as you get older, you get closer to thirty, which is where he's at now. It's yeah. only your body doesn't get better, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he missed his first two years before he even came in, and then that first year, he still I think ended up tearing his meniscus or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we know, every year in the playoffs, he seems to get hurt, and, and, and yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I think it just is par for the course for him, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I if I were them, I would probably just have him sit out the whole rest of the year because. 
at least you can come back next year and try and do things differently and hope that he's more healthy. But I think we've seen every time he tries to come up, come back from something in the playoffs, it's just clear he's not the same. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a tough situation. Like, he's your best player. It's hard to kind of trade that and get equal value. But also, he's just not someone you can always count on to be there. Yeah. So you say if you're the organization, you basically let him get his – surgery and then you let him sit out the rest of the year Mm -hmm. i mean i guess that's also a good thing too because they do have some assets tobias what is in his last year as well too i'm pretty sure So now you can kind of figure out all right what better third option actually need to go along with maxi and joel and b as well too so i'm not mad at that as well um knowing joel and b he's probably going to want to come back but it just depends on where they are with seating and that's that's something else i was going to ask you as well too because right now they're fifth in the Eastern Conference, they're thirty and eighteen, and they're only two and a half games behind the, the number two seed. So, how do you see them panning out? Uh, you know, moving forward. Like I said, we don't know the exact time frame. I'm pretty sure with how they love headlines and narratives, they they probably already know what it is. But tomorrow, like for example, with major networks or outlets like First Take, we don't know exactly if he's going to get surgery, he's going to sit out X, Y, and Z, but. How do you see the Philadelphia 76ers with their current roster um, faring with the rest of the NBA with their schedule? Uh, not that well, <laughs> 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 to be real. Um, yeah. But I think that they can, being at where they're at now, yeah. I don't think that they will just bottom out and fall out of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think they're going to – I'll say this. I don't think they're going to gain any ground with him being out. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be kind of more of a just we can be like a 500 type of ball club yeah, um, and take advantage of where we already are. But I don't – Maxie's cool. I mean, I guess Tobias Harris is cool too. But, like, <laughs> that's really their team. I feel like you need – usually there's a reason that someone has to get you 35 a night. Yeah. If you know what I – you know, like, look mm-hmm. at back, like, when Harden did it, look when Kobe did it. Because they had to do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly, because they had to do it. Mm -hmm. So, like, that is just very tough to replace. Mm -hmm. And it also kind of says a a lot about, like, the rest of your team is built perfectly for when you have its full complements. You take away the biggest part of it. Yeah. And it's, I mean, honestly, look at, like, the Grizzlies. Like, when Ja came back, they were a good team. Now, without him, they're back to being a lottery team. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's tough. I mean, I'm looking at their schedule right now just to name a couple games coming up. Clippers, Kings, Clippers, Lakers, Suns, Heat, Bucks, Knicks, Knicks, Pelicans, Grizzlies, L's, L's, L's. <laughs> <laughs> Grizzlies, those are some dubs, but other than that, yeah. <laughs> um, And they lack size, too. Yeah, the, Paul Reed court. is their only other center, and he's, what, 6'9 or something like that? Yeah, so... And who's available? You know, I, I always say this shit to you and Terrence. What about Boogie? Nah. Nope. Not if you – Boogie, I do think he could still be in the league, but I think it's more of a, like, the roles that he was playing those last couple of years, which is, like, 14, 15 minutes off 14, the bench. Minutes, your, yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah. I don't think that's going to make a huge difference pun- right now. They're about to get punished right now. In the yeah. Uh I mean, do you, do you think this is a blessing in disguise for Tyrese Maxey now being the number one option? No, because he was already getting – it was just those two. So, it was mm-hmm. like Kobe and Shaq, you know. Like, Kobe was still 
shining when Shaq was there. Yeah. Um, of course, yeah, when he's gone, you're going to have a little bit more opportunity. But, like, he was – the ball was still in his hands. Like, if it wasn't in Embiid's hands, it was in his hands. Yeah. Tobias Harris wasn't really playing with the ball. Like, mm-hmm. so, yeah, no, I, I, I think, I mean, overall for – I guess if they have, you know, some young players on the team, I can't even think of, uh, honestly, outside of Maxi, any rookies or, or really young players they're playing. It seems like all vets to me. Yeah. So, I think the most is if they have their pick, you know, something kind of like draft related. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just it's a tough situation because they're a team that's kind of built to, like, win and contend now. Yeah. Nah, yeah, that's a tough one, man. Um, to kind of just piggyback off of that, I think, uh, like I said, we got to see the reports. Now, if it's a scenario where he can come back towards the end of the season, at best, probably like a 10 seed, bro. I think they're going to start to lose a little. But they, they got enough W's, though, that they can, like you said, play 500-level basketball. But I think when it's all said and done, I think they're going to be a playing team. If they're a playing team, they need to sit him because I don't see him being able to make it through one or two playing games plus the rest of the playoffs. Yeah. You play every day, too. That's a tough one. So, Mm -hmm. it just sucks. And, I mean, I kind of want to go into my next segment because of that as well, too. Obviously, with the NBA, they came out with um, new guidelines on to win MVP or be considered for an all-NBA-based team when you have to play a minimum of 65 games. Obviously, with him, he's been playing like the mother MVP, and it's a foregone conclusion. He's not going to be the MVP or not yeah. going to make all NBA teams right now as well, too. And obviously, with his injury, it's something where it's like it's kind of out. I know he's injury prone, but like that definitely could have been prevented, too, by Jonathan Kaminga when he, um, when he <coughs> injured him as well. So I guess my question to you is, do you think that the criteria should change uh, for all NBA with 65 games? Are they being too lenient, too harsh? Or if they do keep it, is it something where you kind of put stipulations into it with the type of injury and how you kind of suffer that injury? I think this is when you start to, if you were to start to get stipulations like that, that end up would just be a rabbit hole. But um, I do think, I think it should be a differentiation between like the major awards and all NBA. Okay. I think he should still be able to make an all NBA team. I do agree with him not being able to win like the MVP depoy, like the big major awards. Yeah. But I think it's going to look because those awards are just one person wins them. Right. Yeah. But I think it's going to look weird when we get to the end of the year. Cause I don't think he's going to make this game threshold and say he plays 64 games and he's not on any averaging 35 and 10 and he's not on any all <laughs> NBA team. Crazy. That's going to look stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's, I feel like that's already going to be what it is. So, yeah. um, yeah, I do think there needs to be a little bit of adjusting, but at the same time, it's, it's one of those things there. It's the first year they're doing it, you know? Yeah. So it's like you, you have to have a transition period, try and figure things out, mm-hmm. see how it happens. But mm-hmm. I do hope that they make some type of adjustment, um, for the All NBA teams, yeah, nah, they definitely need to make an adjustment. And I'm thinking too, it's like, damn, with it's crazy. Like it's 65 games. Like you're training your body, you're a professional athlete. You're training your body to withstand this grind for X amount of months, and you can't get that many games. That, and I'm also thinking too, it's like some people going, like you said, going to get 63, 64 games in or whatever. Um, and their stats are going to look crazy. They're probably going to have a relatively good spot in, as far as, like, team success. But now you're going to have other players who are basically going to take their spots and be getting paid 
overpaid, which is going to be a problem too. And yeah. I know these owners not going to want to overpay these people who shouldn't deserve to be on these All NBA teams too. I think, like, I definitely agree overall with that, but I think that there's with the level of talent right now in the NBA, there's usually so many snubs that like. I think it'll still be balance high out. quality. I think the people making all NBA teams will still be high quality players. You know, yeah, I don't yeah. think it's going to be, you know, the average person or something like that. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. Derek White, who for some reason they want him to be an all star. <laughs> I don't even think he should be all NBA. <laughs> all defensive, cool, but. <clears throat> That's Tanner's yeah. favorite player, Derek White. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. He's cool. I mean, he's a good, he's a good player. <laughs> I think sometimes the problem happens when people put narratives around players and then it's like they're supposed to be more than what they are. Mm-hmm. But, like, for who he is, which is, like, their glue guy, their – I mean, he's a more than a glue guy, but he is their glue guy and yeah. also someone who can give you 16 points a night, play great defense, do everything on the court, basically, outside of guard like a center because he's, like, 6'4 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no, nah, I – I, I think overall with this thing, like, I think the narrative would be also be so different. Like, that's one of the reasons why I don't agree cha- with changing it completely is because we're just we just happen to be in a time right now where one of the best players in the league is injury prone. But like, take out Embiid. Who else are we really worried about with this? This season? Yeah. Yeah, nobody. You know? So I, I also think we can't just change it for one guy one like guy. that's just like part how they of change the, the overtime rule for josh allen exactly <laughs> yeah like i think it's just like part of the game and we've been in so many we've dealt with so much of like the you know load managing and other things like that yeah. um that it's just like trying to get overall everyone to take this stuff more seriously and play when you can and also factor in okay if i can really play tonight I should do that because I might really get injured later on in the season and actually have to miss these games, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um, so I think it just it adds something that is, at least for right now in the league, kind of necessary. Hopefully mm-hmm. we'll get to a point where players just kind of always want to play when they can. I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not advocating for playing when you're injured and, you know, they all know their bodies. But, um, yeah, just like the random rest nights and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially when, it, in the end of the day, like, the research the research doesn't support that all these rest nights are necessarily um providing less injuries mm-hmm. so i feel like do you feel like this year in the nba in general like obviously you know Embiid's been injured and then you know Kyrie's been out for quite some time both injury prone prone based yeah. players obviously then you got players like PG and Kawhi who've been relatively pretty healthy when they've you know been known to miss games do you feel like this year in the NBA, as far as a whole, so including the superstars, the stars, the role players, I feel like it's been a relatively pretty healthy season, right? Would you say? Yeah, I think a lot of the a lot of the players getting injured have been more role players. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a lot of like you're like you're saying like Kawhi and Joel are probably the only two stars right now that are that were up for those awards that are like ineligible. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can't think of maybe you said ineligible. Ineligible. Kawhi, I mean, Kyrie already is. Yeah, he's yeah, Kyrie, yeah Kyrie already dead. is. Yeah, and Joel's dead. about to be. Yeah, Joel, yeah. Um, maybe, I can't remember how many games Devin Booker missed at the beginning of the season. I think yeah. he might be close. But mm-hmm. other than that. 80 might, I'm sorry, my 80 came back yesterday. 80 hasn't missed that much this year, though. Terrence, how many, game, how many games uh, your boy 80 missed? This year? Yeah. Can't be more than like five or seven. Yeah, he's been Man, playing a lot. 
I was going to bet him, but I was like, nah. <laughs> no, I mean, that's a whole other thing. But, like, AD is having a great year, and them niggas are still mid. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. It's crazy. Another injury that I also wanted to talk to you about was your boy, Zach Levine. I mean. Not my boy. <laughs> Absolutely not. He about to be out for four to six months after he undergoes surgery on his right foot next week. The team, so his team, Levine is agency clutch sports, elected to have the procedure after seeking additional medical opinions. Um, and essentially, they said he made a, a decision he felt was best for his health. Um, and they really feel like he did everything he could to try to get himself back to playing. There was just too much discomfort in his foot. And he felt like he wasn't in the right state of mind to be himself and contribute to the success of the Chicago Bulls. Well, with little success that they had. As well, too. I was so going to say. <laughs> Levine's disjointed 2023-24 season ends after just 25 games. And out of those 25 games, he started 23 games. He averaged 19 and a half points, shot 45.2% from the field, which marks his lowest scoring total since he played 24 games coming off that ACL ACL injury that you told us about in the 27-2018 season as well, too. What are your thoughts, man? I know we kind of talked about it, but I guess we're going to do another rabbit hole with this one. (laughs) (laughs) Your your thoughts on Levine being out for the remainder of the season, you know, yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not, this is the last thing I am. Like, I think I'm surprised. I'm I'm not surprised that he's not going to get banged up from here and there throughout a regular season, but I am surprised he's out for the remainder of the season. I would say, like, he's always, like I said before, he was always injury prone. Yeah. But this year in particular, I'm not surprised because he had been missing large chunks of time. At, at, you know, like large chunks of, yeah, large chunks of games at a time. And a lot of the injuries were similar injuries that were keeping him out for smaller amounts of times before. Mm-hmm. So it's just the same stuff getting worse. Yeah. Um, and he also just looked bad. Like 19 a game when his past couple years have been 24, 26, 27. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think it's – this is good for the Bulls, honestly, because with him being out, Kobe White has been has turned finally been able to be let loose, and he's averaging eighteen a game. UNC, which is crazy because they drafted him and never really. I think it was like maybe his first or second year they kind of gave him a chance, and like since then they just because because he started or got time, and then Alonzo came, right? I think so. Okay. Um. So this is the first year he's actually had like offensive opportunities for real, and he's balling out. Mm-hmm. Um. Even Io Desunmo has been playing good since mm-hmm. uh, Levine has been out. So yeah. I, it's been good for their young players. Because, yeah, Kobe White's still only 23. Yeah. Um, and someone was telling me about their stats. Like, they have a better record without Levine. Yeah. As opposed to with him this season. Because, again, he's never been a great defender. But you're even more diminished this year when you're dealing with all these injuries. Mm-hmm. And your offensive impact is what has offset the other things. And now your offensive impact is not the same. And yeah. now you're kind of just a black hole. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think for the Bulls, it's good. I don't know uh, if we can pull up, like, what's his contract situation? I literally have it up right here. So he signed a five-year, $215 million contract. He becomes an unrestricted free agent in 2027, but this year he's about to sit and get paid 40 mil. And so he's on contract for next year, too. Then it's 45, then it's 48.9. Yeah, so I think in that regard, like, the Bulls are okay because now you have time to get your other guys' minutes. He's still on contract, so you still have him as a trade chip. 
his value was already down this year anyway, so I don't think it's going <laughs> to go down a whole lot more. Um, and you just hope that over this off season or early next season, you can get some type of assets for him. Yeah, they're but, gonna. They, you already know they're gonna trade him too. Yeah, it's yeah. it's just really sad because when they brought good? this core together of DeRozan, Vucevic, Lavar, I mean uh, Lonzo, Lonzo and Levine was already there. They were good. Yeah. They were good. Like they I, almost I thought won, like, it was fifty a, games or some shit like that. Yeah, right? like I thought it was a weird pairing at first, but like they were good. And then Lonzo got hurt, and that just messed up their whole everything. everything. Yeah. And since then they've been just clawing around being like an AC team. Mm-hmm. And then now Levine is done and out, and Vucevic and DeRozan are old as hell. Mm-hmm. So I have no clue, you know. And I, I like I'm saying I like Kobe White. I like Io, but I don't think they're your cornerstones so i don't know where they're (laughs) really going overall um sucks but (laughs) hopefully they'll just be able to honestly they should just do a utah trade all these assets they have get a bunch of young talent get a bunch of picks yeah somebody will turn into their next lloyd market and at least close to it yeah and Um, then just rock from there yeah i ain't mad at it i ain't mad at it so last time we recorded the pod Terry Rogier was still a part of the Charlotte Hornets, and now he's a part of the Miami Heat. Um, obviously, he's only played about six games with them. Um, he's actually playing right now against Clips, who are up. Yes, sir. <laughs> but uh, obviously, you know, while he was with uh, you know the Charlotte Hornets, he was averaging twenty three, um, seven and four. Now it's a little bit different. You got to kind of buy in. You got Jimmy and Bam and Tyler Hero as the one, two, and three. So. Um, he's adjusting, averaging ten point eight, five and a half, four rebounds. Um, what are you? What were your thoughts on this trade acquisition um, in its entirety? And what do you? What do you think it's going to look like for the Miami Heat? I mean, in theory, it should be an upgrade from good. Kyle Lowry. Yeah, like you're replacing Kyle Lowry with yeah. him. So like, but it's also when Rozier was on his best teams, he wasn't a high level scorer. Like, he's been a high-level scorer the entire time in Charlotte, and they've been awful the entire time in Charlotte. Yeah. And then the years in Boston, when they were really good, were the years that he was coming off the bench, and he was mad. He was mad, especially <clears> when <throat> Kyrie and Gordon Hayward came back. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, he's just all that. I only say that to say, and I don't, I don't mean that he can't be, but to me, he just hasn't really shown for extended periods of time that he's a high-level scorer on a, on a playoff contending team or a team that has finals aspirations as like it seems like the Heat do every year no matter what their seed is. Yeah. Um, and so you you mentioned the counting stats, but it's like he's shooting 30% right now. From three, right? No, from the field. From the he's field? He's shooting 30%. I I was from three. I closed he's shooting out. <laughs> 25% from three. Yeah. So granted, like you said, it's been six games, so you hope that he can bring that up. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's just a lot different, the pressure – that comes with like actually winning and, and right. You're so accustomed to losing past three, four years. Yeah, so uh, I think I would say this. I think it's going to be a longer acclimation period. You think it's going to be obviously like they're nowhere near the Clippers right now. But do you think because with the Clippers, away, it took them like almost ten games or to figure it out. Yeah, you think it's going to be something like that where by like game mark ten within fifteen, then they finally take off. I think. I think he just needs to have the ball in his hands less. Yeah. I don't think he needs to be. Because he seems be, so ball dominant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think you're good with 
Tyler Hero, Jimmy Butler, and Bam Adebayo being more of your ball handlers. Yeah. And him kind of being a combo guard yeah. instead of, like, trying to be the, you know, point mm-hmm. for real. Yeah. Um, I say that to say, like, in totality, like we're saying, you know, replacing Kyle Lowry with him is a win. Uh, I just think that potentially getting Dame would have been a lot better for your team. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the playoffs, they've needed offense. That's for sure. Yeah. And so you just hope that he can be that. I say that because, again, we yeah. haven't seen him yeah. do anything in the <laughs> in playoffs. Since so the Browns in exactly. Cleveland, right? Yeah, exactly. Damn. Um, but he did have some I, – I will say he had some big games in the those playoffs. years when, like, uh, Kyrie was injured. That's why guy's like name is Gary Terry. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you hope that he can reclaim some of that. Mm-hmm. And when you throw that with my, what Miami already does, yeah. it should be a win. Should be a win. So you think they definitely got, even if it's slightly smidgen yeah. better, they got better. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, I can't say that this is a, a, a bad trade. Yeah, it's you know? too early to tell. Yeah, well, I don't. I just don't think it'll be in general. I don't think it'll be a bad trade because um, Kyle Lowry just oh yeah, he's old and you don't know. Like he was, I I did like I think I said it on it last time. I liked him as like a role player, but he's. Rogier is like above that. Is like kind of like the next level above that. Um, so I think like his floor still brings you what Kyle Lowry was bringing you. Yeah, and Kyle Lowry. I mean, obviously age has a lot to do with it, but he became a little injury prone too towards the latter part of his oh, Miami, yeah. Miami yeah. stint. So Our, even in um uh, his Toronto. last parts in Toronto, yeah. yeah. So no, I like it. I mean, we're gonna see what happens. Uh, yeah, I, I I I'd have to wait. I need a bigger sample size to kind of give my full opinion on it, but like you said, it's a, it's an upgrade. So uh, what they lacked in the playoffs, they definitely have it figured out. But I'm a little worried about their. I think they need some, a better player in the front court, like to back up Bam. Like I don't think Kevin Love gonna cut. I know it's kind of high on him last time, but I started watching a little bit more since Terry Rogers there. I'm just like, yeah, Thomas Bryant and Kevin Love <laughs> gonna cut that shit at all, man. Yeah, Thomas Bryant ain't it either. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. It's crazy is like there's not that many like decent backup bigs like that in the league. You know, it, it's weird because they're super valuable, mm-hmm. but some teams don't put value into them, and I yeah. think that is why there's less of them in the league as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's like. We all want the the guys, and I don't even want to say Wimby because he's something else, but, like, the center <laughs> who can just shoot, you know? Mm-hmm. But having size in itself is still always a great thing. As long as you have size and foot speed, yeah, it's one of the best things you can have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, last time we were here, Adrian Griffin was the head coach of the Milwaukee <laughs> Bucks. They had a 30-13 and 13 record in the NBA, and he got fired. And who did they pick up? And we literally talked about him, Doc Rivers, Glenn. the GOAT himself. Your thoughts on Doc Rivers being the coach, how to handle Adrian Griffin being fired? What are your, what are your thoughts on all that, man? <laughs> <laughs> it's just really crazy. It really is crazy. Um, I, I think I, I was talking about, like, the only thing 
that I could compare it to, at least since I've been watching basketball, is, is when uh, they fired David Blatt. Oh, oh no. Sure. Not, the, not the Warriors, because they didn't fire him mid-season. Okay, well, um, yeah, but they did fire they, David Blatt. Yeah, mid-season. they fired David Blatt I, mid-season. I, I, I think they had the number two seed, not the number one, but still, like, they were having, they had a great record, and they were just like, yeah, bro, you're not going to cut it. Um, <laughs> the, the difference is, Ty Lue is a much better coach great than coach. Doc Rivers. Mm-hmm. So, and I think since he's been there, again, it's only been a couple of games, but I'm pretty sure they have a losing record. Yeah, I think they won their first game against Dallas, and they were down like almost 20. Yeah, yesterday. but I think they're like... One and two or one and three? Yeah. Or yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Since he got there. Um, so, it, it, I think it's just funny I, I, that he's played a couple of games or coached a couple of games, and now he's already about to be the all-star game coach. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, oh, so it's official. He's gonna be the All Star game coach. Yeah, because Missoula can't do wild. it because he did it last oh, year. Oh yeah, you can't. So you can't do it back to back. I never no, knew that. Yeah, I only gave it to the, whoever the third seed was. Then Nick Nurse or some shit. But I guess there's probably no stipulations in those rules about like the Actually, coach had right. to have coached X amount of games. It's just the coach of the best record team. You're in right. Each conference. He, you're right. He is coaching. I, I forgot. I briefly looked at something. I think he said. Whatever he earns from he the All Star, he's gonna to give it to Adrian Griffin. Griffin. He better. Which I'm gonna say, we'll we'll see. Well, I yeah. like my bread, so I ain't getting any shit. But I'm probably getting like fifty percent of that or sixty. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think I probably wouldn't. Whatever. But do, what do you think it was? You think the players just lost respect for him? They weren't responding to his his style of play. Like, what do you think it was? I and then think... I also heard rumors about some other stuff, like what's with the child or something like that, but I don't know. Oh, I haven't heard. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard any of like the, the other stuff, but mm-hmm. it's weird because at first, hey, 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 relax. <laughs> sorry. At first I was hearing, you know, um, that it was, that it was the players. And then Giannis came out and was like, I love bro. PC answer. But I was to say that, you know, that, that could just be him saying what he's supposed to say. Yeah. But, I think it also is some is a stylistic thing. I think they weren't just playing. I think them right now is similar to having like LeBron on your team. If you put the right people around him, your team is gonna well prime LeBron. This so not LeBron okay, right so now. are you getting to like putting LeBron on your team, half pieces around him, regardless of coaching, you're gonna win. You're exactly okay. you're yeah, gonna win facts. regardless. So that doesn't yeah. necessarily mean you're in the best position that you can be in or things could Get be over the being, yeah. being run better. Mm-hmm. Um and honestly I think that's the same thing they saw with the David Blatt year and I think it's it's kinda similar now. Uh it is just also the the tough part about it is who's to say this next guy is gonna be that much better though. Mm-hmm. And also y'all are the ones who decided, hey, we have a a superstar who's in his late twenties, and we're adding another superstar who's thirty. Yeah, Let's get a first-time head coach. Yeah, that's, that's a terrible yeah. idea in the first place. Yeah, so he's kind of the fall man for that. I think I don't think he's a really bad coach. I think he probably just would have been better off in a young team. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we do kind of know what Doc is, which you can say he's a championship coach because he is, but. Since then, what he has been has been the guy that loses a lot of leads in the Bro, playoffs. Bro, last time we won a chip, it was like two different, two different types of style of play in the NBA. Yeah, he hasn't really translated. I mean, he, he gonna win fifty games in season. 
That's and, guaranteed. And he had three to four Hall of Famers on that team. I think. Oh, the Celtics. Yeah, yeah. I think Rondo's is borderline, and the other three are clearly Hall of Famers. Hell yeah. So right now you only have two. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's like yeah, two, what? So they won a championship before my Spurs. So in oh six, oh no, seven. I thought. No, we won an odd year, so we won oh three, oh five, oh seven. So they won oh eight. Okay. Oh seven, oh eight season. Oh eight, yeah. So they won oh seven, oh eight season. Then they came back, and that's when Kobe won his back to back oh nine ten season. But ever since then, he's got knocked out the second round almost every single year. So, like, I'm happy about it because he has nice pieces and the East is open right now. But from what I've seen with history, I think it's a second round exit. And then I don't know if it was you or I was talking to someone. I was like, maybe you said it. Maybe I'm just, like, taking it from you. They got some smoke with Indiana. I wouldn't be surprised if Indiana mess around and get them knocked out the first round or something crazy. Yeah, that w- I mean, that would be crazy. Mm-hmm. I can't take any of that in-season tournament stuff right, know, to heart right. when it comes yeah, to the playoffs. Because yeah, yeah. one game is one, you know that's what makes that's, that's why March Madness is so crazy and so insane. Because mm-hmm. anybody can win one game, one game, but it's different when you put us in a seven-game series. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. So you think this this doesn't really change anything for them, or for having Doc Rivers? I really do think we just kind of got to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Adrian Griffin was an unknown in the playoffs. So you have more of a known. But what you're known is <laughs> not really the, the thing that you kind of want him to be known for. Uh, <laughs> and you just kind of hope that you're – I mean, the, the only thing – the positive you can say is, is while he's blown a bunch of these leads, that also means that he built a bunch of good leads. <laughs> And so you just hope that maybe Giannis is enough to be like, all right, bro, we can't do it this time, you know? Yeah, yeah they were up 3-1 in the bubble, and then 3-2 against Atlanta, and then 3-2 last year against Boston, right? Yeah, they could have closed. They could have beat Boston. Yeah. Also, the players didn't show up, too. I, I will say that's that's the thing. I, I think these, I think this will be a better team that's than to close. a lot of those teams that he had. Mm-hmm. Um, because I probably would take that level of Chris Paul, like Clippers Chris Paul over Dame, maybe. Hell yeah. But I definitely would not take Giannis. I mean, I wouldn't take Blake Griffin over Giannis. Oh, yeah, of um, course, of course. So I think he potentially has a better team than some of those other teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It's it's really a really a toss up. We, we just we just got to see because especially because the East right now feels like it feels wide open to me in that I don't fully trust the Celtics. I and still don't so, yeah, so I, I think that they still have a shot there. <clears throat> okay, okay, cool. Uh, your, your other boy, Ben Simmons, is back. Um, no pun intended. And, uh, yeah, he's been he's been out for – well, he only played eight games this year, and um, he's had some back problems. But he's finally back, and, you know, it's always good when an NBA player can go out there, play, and, you know, try to win for his team as well, too. Uh, you know, any 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 comments you have on him returning to the Brooklyn Nets? I know he recently just got booed by the 76ers, which he's going to get booed forever. That's, yeah. But, uh, he yeah, did what that to on, himself. What are your thoughts on Ben Simmons, man? Um, I mean, I'm happy for bro. Yeah. That he gets to go out and play basketball. Uh, he's a pretty decent player mm-hmm. when he does play. Yeah. 
I don't know. Like this, the Nets aren't going anywhere this year. Yeah. Um. So I I don't know for them what it, it the needle that it kind of really moves. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm happy that he's playing again. It's really, I feel like the only thing you can be. Yeah, because it's crazy because with Philadelphia, he signed that five-year, $177 million contract. Um, and next season is going to be his last year. Then he turns into an unrestricted free agent. So he's making $37 million right now, and then next year he's going to make $40 million. I feel like that is the end of him making max dollars. Like I can see at most like 10 to 15 million a year. What do you think? Oh, yeah, I and mean, he's, he's not going to get no max contract again. It's <laughs> never going to happen. He's going to try to go stupid not. next year, too. Watch. Absolutely not. I don't, I don't think he could have, um, like, another decent, like, Philly-type year, and I still don't even think anybody would give him a max contract again. Because mm-hmm. um, once he gets it, he's just going to go back to the same shit. Or, or that's at least what you would think, you know. Like if I'm, if I have a team, I can't assume that you're all of a sudden gonna be healthy again. You're all of a sudden gonna have the right mindset for a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, you know, uh, this that's the thing. I feel like it's really just you know I'm happy for bro that he gets to be out there and be <laughs> able to play basketball again. But he's he's a role player now. Yeah. And I don't think that he's really ever gonna do a whole lot more. And to be fair. Uh-huh. It it kind of makes sense because so much of what Ben Simmons was was the potential. Like, of course, yeah, he was going out there. He could give you 15, 8, and 8. Yeah. But a lot of it was like, okay, when he starts learning how to shoot, he'll be able to do this and he'll be able to do that. Um, and that is just never really going to happen. Mm-hmm. So now what you have is a center or forward type build who can't shoot the ball and his defensive capacity is kind of diminished. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're honestly, you are Draymond Green. I was about to say, if you can get him for under $15 million at that low price, I would definitely have him on a championship winning team. For that low, why not? If I could get him for low, yeah. yeah, I just, again, I would always just be averse of having an injury-prone player be a big part of my plan. Plans, yeah. You know, it'd be yeah. one thing if it's like, okay, we're already stacked and then we're adding him. Yeah. Um, honestly, similar to, like, when the Warriors added Boogie. That okay. Because yeah. if KD get, doesn't get hurt, I think we all think they win. Oh, yeah. So, it was like, okay, well, we have, we're already fucking stacked. Let's, we can go ahead and add Boogie because it's just whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. And also because, like, that's getting him on, like, a $5 million contract or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we'll, just, we'll see, man. Yeah, we're going to see. Um, so we talked about – last episode we talked about uh, the All-Star voting coming back and our predictions on who we thought would be starters and whatnot as well, too. Uh, clearly, we were all a little bit off. Um, so for the starters for the West, and we're just going to focus on the West, and then eventually we're going to go to the East as another topic. But just sticking on the West, starters were Luka, KD, Shea, LeBron, and Joker. And then the reserves was Devin Booker, Steph Curry, AD, Anthony Edwards, Paul George, Kawhi, and Carl Anthony Towns. So it seems to me this year now more than ever, they kind of also took into consideration 
not only your play, but where you were kind of positioned as far as team success. Did they? I think so. I like I, Paul, I hear- Paul George. I don't <coughs> like as much as of, of a Clippers fan that I am. I think he could replace Paul George as like a Sabonis. Right. That's like that that's what. I, but the, they're they are a good seed. What seed are they now? Like the, the sixth, 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 fifth seed. Yeah. Yeah. And the I mean the West is so tight that like that's not the, the thing separating those mm-hmm. seeds is not a lot. Yeah. Or like Carl Anthony Towns like. No, I, I honestly that's that's my. I feel like there's some other places you can make some changes, but like when they were and I was because I was on Twitter when they were announcing them, so like I was just yeah. refreshing my feed as yeah. they were just saying you know which one which one. Yeah. And my shit said Carl Anthony Towns. I was in dis I was flabbergasted, <laughs> in disbelief. Yeah. I couldn't believe. Carl Anthony Towns. One seed. But come on, bro. They're like. To me, they are one seed that I don't think anybody believes in right now. Kind of like Utah with Donovan Mitchell? Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's the, what's the common denominator? Rudy Gobert. <laughs> but um, I, I just think that Carl Anthony Towns, like, they didn't, they didn't need two All-Stars. He's not necessarily playing. It feels like they're like, oh, he just dropped 60. So I was just about to say that. I was like, yo, you think that was one of the things, too? It was like, ah, oh, this nigga dropped 60. So I, I really feel like that had to have played into it mm-hmm. because he's, aver- he's, he's having an average year by his standards. Yeah. It's not like he's this defensive phenom. It's shown their team is a little better when – or not a little better. It's much better when he's not the number one option. Yeah. And then you have De'Aaron Fox who's giving you, like, almost what 27 a game or something like that but don't they need a certain amount of like for the reserves i think they need a certain amount of and if front you and do, back court, if and you, then you have like the two miscellaneous if you do whatever. i would still have taken sabonis over him oh hell yeah easily mm-hmm. i just don't think that he's as important to his team as sabonis is to his team yeah and then you factor in their five games so the Timberwolves are tied for first, actually. Yeah. Uh, at thirty-four and fifteen, the Kings are in fifth, but only at twenty-nine and nineteen. So they're uh-huh. five game, four and a half games back, actually. Yeah. Which to me isn't enough to just be like, yeah, we're just gonna pick the guys from their team because they have a better record. Mm-hmm. I feel like those are more for when you know, like on the East side, the difference between the one and the six seed is ten games. Yeah. That makes at least a little bit a more, more sense. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just really have a gripe with Carl Anthony Towns making it. I, I just uh, – Okay. So, we said Sabonis were – because you're always going to get snubs every year. So, Sabonis yeah. – we're just sticking on the West. Sabonis was snubbed. Um, De'Aaron Fox was snubbed as well, too. Are there any other players where you're looking at the looking at the rosters, you're like, damn, he could have or should have been an all-star in the Western Conference? In the West, I think the Kings really had the people uh, – well, that's pretty yeah. much it, right? Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Like you said, Kyrie didn't play enough games. Um, Zion, he he's not, he hasn't really been impressing me like that as well, too. So uh, Murray, I thought about it, but I was like, nah, not really. He's like a. I know Tony Parker made like All Star like twice in his career, but it was but a different league. Yeah, you know, there weren't saying? a bunch of guards averaging thirty a game when Tony Parker league, did it. Yeah, so I'm not I'm not too bad, but uh, I was also going to ask you, do you think it's something where is 12 players enough for recognition for the All-Star game, or do you think they should expand it to 15? I think 15 is a lot. It's too much? 
I think so. Right now it's at twelve. Twelve, yeah. I think, and it's funny. So, whenever I play two K, I yeah. always do like the association mode, which is like you know, same in like Madden, like you have your own team and stuff like that. I keep forgetting you got. Sorry for cutting. You have a PS Five, bro. Yeah, we uh, need to play each other in two K. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Just, but you don't play Madden, do you? I don't play Madden as much online because that shit is just. <laughs> Uh, I, don't, I think we talked about it. I don't play defense. I like to okay. just do all, all offense. So, you, you you know, we... I mean, for our league, we'll do offense. Like, I'll do... When I play my games and it's, like, when it's a non-user game, I'll do offense only and then just do the super sim. But my defense, all right. Yeah, it's all right. Shit. We'll see. I'm going to hit you but, up. I love that. <laughs> and I love 2K. But, yeah, so on that... Can you text it to me? Text it to me. Oh. Okay, keep going, keep going. <laughs> on that... Uh, I just always so like one thing I do love about 2K and their association is at the end of the mm. year you get to vote on rule changes. Yeah. So I always change mine to 13 players for the All Star team. Oh. Wow. And I think that is just easy for where the league is at right now. Yeah. Like we just have a surplus of talent. We have a lot more talent right now. Yeah. And even though it's just 12 players, like knock on wood, a mother always gets injured. So even though. We're not having those 15 or 13 players or whatnot. There's still going to be recognitions of more than 12 players. So Yeah, like for our, we already know there's going to be a replacement for, for Joel, Joel B. B. Exactly. 100% on so. the east side, which I hope will be Scotty Barnes, honestly. Mm-hmm. And then breaking news, kind of Terrence just texted me. Um, 76ers star Joel Embiid, the reigning MVP, will undergo a procedure this week to repair a left meniscus injury. A team official tells ESPN the recovery timeline is expected after procedure, but expectation is that he will miss an extended period of time. I mean, what's that's an extended pr- period of time? I feel they keep if saying it's that. A, if it's meniscus, it's normally like what four to six weeks, something like that. Mm-hmm. But players don't be looking great that same season when they come yeah. back from. A Only one that looked great when he came back from meniscus tear was when Jimmy Butler was on Minnesota. And he actually got them to their first playoff uh, berth since KG. Meniscus that year? He tore his meniscus. Yep. Mm. And he came back. She was crazy. They beat the Nuggets, remember? They beat the Nuggets. That crazy overtime game. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't a playing game. They just happened to have the same record and everything. And then whoever won that, that game, game went. That game into, yeah. And ran into Harden. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this pretty much – we pretty much covered everything, you know what I'm saying? Even with the, even with the breaking news coming in, in regards to Joel Embiid, I feel like. So, I feel like they, they're they going to play a little under 500. They got enough games to have cushion. Um, and then once we kind of figure out exactly when he comes back, uh, I guess we can figure that out. But it definitely looks like now he's going to come back. So, that should be interesting. But like you said earlier, you said if they're in a playing team, fuck it. Yeah, and also – I think there's so much pressure on him, which to me shows of like why he was playing that game injured. Um, that I think he's just gonna do a lot, and I think that it'll be to his detriment. Yeah. You know, end of day we'll see, but mm-hmm. he just don't be looking good come his whatever his last couple playoff mm-hmm. games be every year. Okay. And then going to the Eastern Conference, the starters were Giannis, Joel, Tyrese. Dame Tatum. Now, just focusing Tyrese on Tyrese was a starter? Tyrese Halliburton. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was about fault, to say. Fault, fault, yeah. <laughs> so, so, Giannis, Joel Embiid, Tyrese Halliburton, Damian Lillard, Jason Tatum. Um, focusing just on the starters. I think I was a little shocked that Dame was a starter this year. I'm not going to lie to you. 
Are, are you are you shocked? We already knew it was gonna be Joel, Giannis, and Tatum, to say the least. Mm-hmm. But what were your thoughts on the backcourt with Tyrese and Dame? Um, I mean, I, I'll say I definitely was a little surprised that it was Dame, but I wasn't shocked because shocked. he still has so much popularity. Exactly. Like that's that's at the end of the day, the All Star starter thing is just it's popularity. Because what is it? Is it fifty percent? the it, fans and then 25 media 25 i'm pretty sure yeah okay so like that fan vote is just weighted super heavily yeah and then the media also loves dame yeah um so that's the same reason why like i think that people are talking about steph lost his starting spot i was shocked about that shit i i am but also because not really one Shy is just the young hot thing right now. Yeah, you know that's that's kind of just one what it is. That's what you wanted, Terrence, huh? Young players, right? <laughs> <laughs> but also, I just feel like it doesn't matter. Like when we, when most, when nine out of ten people look at stats, say like twenty years from now, you're going to Steph's page. Yeah, you're literally just gonna be, oh, he made fifteen All Stars. Exactly. You're yeah. not about to be like, oh, he started eight All Stars, and like nobody does that. Yeah. Nobody does that. Yeah. So it really doesn't matter. Like it's it's really more of a like that year type of status thing. Like oh, I was a starter, and for young players, I think it does mean a lot more because it's like oh, I'm I'm that highly valued that they decided to make me a starter. Yeah. But like outside of that, making it to the game is making it to the game. I guess I was also shocked with Shea. Obviously, he's the young hot one out. But like, you got the Golden State fan base. And then you got a small market team in OKC. Granted, they're having a lot of success winning, but that's that's why I was thrown off, too. I think people are, one, I think the Warriors record, I think, is playing a little bit of factor into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think also sometimes there's hate in the league. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I think I was looking at it like Steph, I think, was first in the fan voting, but I think he finished, like, third in the other two. And then Shea was, like, Two, two, one, 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 one or shit. something like that. Yeah, so it was like really, really close. Yeah. Um. And again, the guard play in the West is outrageous. Od. Okay. So. I right. think there's been a couple. There was a couple uh, times in the past couple of years stepped in start. Maybe not a couple. Well, no, he was like injured. One. That's why. But that since he been stepped, he he always been started, dog. <coughs> it's always been him. Um, while you find that the reserves for the Eastern Conference um, Bam Adebayo Julius Randle Donovan Mitchell Tyrese Maxey Jalen Brunson Jalen Brown and Paolo Boncaro another young player Terrence another young player um, I at first I was a little shocked by uh, Paolo but when I actually like took a step back and looked at his stats and everything I was like yeah you definitely deserve this shit this year as well too um, were there any shocking reserves that were named that you're like, yo, what the hell? On the east side, not really. I think mine was just Ju- – I mean, Julius Randle's going to get replaced, obviously. I think he's hurt, right? Yeah, so he's another one that's going to so get another replaced. another one going to get sure. replaced. Who do you think should replace Julius Randle? I was saying Porzingis, but who would you rock with? I don't think Porzingis needs to, to make it. You don't think so? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a pretty good year, man. He's, he's, he's playing cool. Mm-hmm. He's playing cool. But I would, I really think I would do, um, like, although the record isn't there, we've definitely seen players 
especially young players who are playing like really really well still make an all-star team when their team isn't like rock bottom like he's just kind of like on a bad team and not a um but scotty barnes i think scotty barnes Barnes. should should have consideration and especially if we're not also doing positioning i think trey young should. okay yeah i was gonna say we're not doing because i was just thinking of front court Mm -hmm. if we're not doing positioning clearly trey young yeah yeah hell yeah um scotty barnes yeah scotty barnes going crazy this year yeah, I guess because they they're not winning, I'm not paying too too much attention to them. Mm-hmm. But Terrence is also talking about Scotty Barnes too, and then I'm trying to think of any other front court players that you would even consider replacing like that. No one really comes to mind. This year, Scotty's giving you 20 points, eight rebounds, six assists, a steal, one and a half blocks, what's his, 48 48 percent from the field, 36 percent from three. That's a damn good season for him. When his other two years from three, he was 30 and 28%. Okay. We still got half, almost half a season. Like, that shit going to go down. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. But not that much. It's yeah. not going to go down that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, <clears throat> yeah, props to Paulo for making that. You know, my young mellow over there. Um, and like I said, I would probably – I mean, Julius Randle's been actually having a good season. He's having a great season. I just, I'm just a hater. <laughs> That's, but they're, but they're too good. It. They're yeah. too good. Like, yeah. they've, they've been playing really well. He's mm-hmm. putting up all-star type numbers. Yeah. And the front court in the East isn't super deep. Exactly. In terms of, like, who would be replacing him, you know? Exactly. Like, I think you're – he's a, he plays a bigger role. Like, he's a number two or one. I honestly think him and, him and Brunson are kind of – one A and B. I think in the playoffs it'll be different, but like yeah, in the regular season, yeah. I think they're kind of one A and B. Yeah. Versus Brazingis is a three, the third option on this team, mm-hmm. so you can't, you know, put him over him. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I was a little shocked. I know I said D Mitch at first last episode, mm-hmm. but looking into like productivity, where they rank, and um, popularity with New York being a fan base, I was I, I thought he was gonna be a starter. Donovan Mitchell? Nah, um, Jalen Brunson. Oh. But like I said, it really don't matter. He's he's an all-star regardless. So Yeah. And he was an all-star last year, right? Or no? No. no. He, was the, he was the snub last year. He was the one everybody was mad about last Damn. year. Um, okay. But, I, yeah, I just I, – Halliburton was going to be an all-star starter. Yeah. That's just – I mean, he's been going stupid. He's, so. he's I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad like at it. Like 12 assists, which niggas haven't done – Barely since, turns the ball over. Yeah, Chris Paul Chris when he Paul was in shit. his prime yeah, type. Yeah. Uh, still, and he's also giving you twenty some points a game. Yeah, the reason that that team is decent. Mm. Uh, yeah. So. Okay. Okay. Um, your boy. How many boys I got? <laughs> <laughs> I'm also taking shots at Terrence too. Even though he's not here, <laughs> I'm also taking shots at him. So, LeBron James. Um, That's definitely his man. Yeah, LeBron James, uh, basically after they beat the New York Knicks, I think the score was 113 to 105. Um, he got asked about, like, these young players nowadays, and he said, I see a lot of young kids. They get so unfocused about stuff that is so material that they could lose their focus. Just worry about the game. If you worry about the game, everything will take care of it itself. Do you think there is a huge – Sorry, James Harden just you want stupid? crossed up uh, Jimmy Butler. And you don't have faith in the Clippers, man? Come on, son. Sheesh. Anyways, well, LeBron James' comments about these young players, do you feel like a lot of young players don't value basketball as much as they should and care more about what basketball comes with? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's 
part of the culture, but I think also part of that culture goes beyond just them. I think it's kind of a lot of the pipeline now mm-hmm. um, because it even goes as far as like not teaching kids all the fundamentals of the sport and other things like that. Like just do this one thing, it'll make you money. And like, and I think that just it parlays into a lot of other things. And then you also add in social media and, and everything else of, I saw this video. It's funny. So they had LeBron saying that, yeah, and then the, a quote video. tweet was like, "Yeah, Lamelo <laughs> and Brandon Miller and the Hornets and Terry <laughs> Rozier getting iced <laughs> out and stuff like that." Um, hey yo! <laughs> and we're just we're in this also in this like flexing culture mm-hmm. right now, uh, where you know it's it's just easy for younger people to get caught up in having money and showing it off, and uh, yeah, I mean it. it it makes you wonder, like, why are, is your team always so bad, LaMelo, when you're supposed to be – you made an all-star team, you're supposed to be that level of player. Mm-hmm. Um, are you not doing some of the extra things that you could be doing yeah. to get better at the game? Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, there's always been players like that. Like, you can even look at Shaq, like, in which he admits himself. Like, I was just dominant on nature, so I didn't really put anything extra Imagine into the game. Did, bro. Exactly. The narrative changes on who to go to. <clears throat> yeah. It changes on who to go to. So, so I, I think there's just a lot of that right now and a lot of these players kind of being 20 or 19 and kind of being handed uh, a franchise, a franchise a opportunity with, and money. with no, yeah, no expectations of like, you know, you're really supposed to be trying to win or anything like that. Just go out there and play. Mm-hmm. Nah, I agree with you. There's real. There's no other real comment. I was just gonna make a joke about the video, but you brought that up as well too. And then staying on LeBron James, um, next year he's gonna have a player option, and he's gonna be making fifty one point four million dollars. You think this is his last year in a Laker uniform, or he 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 got the the base camp set up everywhere? It's no point. Because he, uh, he doesn't have to prove anything anymore. I mean, I know for himself he wants to get another championship and probably get that. Hey, Terrence, has he had 40,000 points already? He's 250 points away. Oh, that is hilarious. <laughs> he gave the that exact. <laughs> so right now he just about his, his stats. But, like, you, you think this is last year with the Los Angeles Lakers? Mm-hmm. I think he is... 40,000 is crazy. Yeah. That's actually OD. I think he's um, kind of maybe in a similar to Giannis situation. I think the, the team could do something to kind of curb a lot of this. But if they potentially don't make any type of moves and just stand pat, then uh, he'll probably... I don't know, but I don't know where he's going to go. I really don't know where else I see him. And not to say, like, I know LeBron could pretty much go on any team, but I just don't know where I see him at. I wanted him, before he got injured, play with Joel Embiid and Maxie. That would be kind of lit. But And then some people were saying, oh, he should go back to Cleveland, but I think he's too old for that now. Yeah, that's something I wouldn't want to do is have him kind of take over a young team. Because I think that, like, I think it's different. Like, Embiid would be okay seeding stuff to LeBron. And also, I think it just, for some reason, like, Maxi's style doesn't, he can play a little bit less with the ball. Yeah. Um, versus, like, taking away from Donovan Mitchell and Evan Mobley. Like, they're, I feel mm-hmm. like, young guys who 
it's important for them to feel like we are the franchise and I just think it could be a hit to certain guys' morale. And as we know, certain young guys just don't flourish when they play next to Le- yeah. the pressure of LeBron. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's just going to stay with the Lakers. And like I said, he already got everything he proved. No one was really saying shit when Jordan was on the Wizards. So. I was about to say, like, and we all, like, it's crazy because LeBron has certain expectations. And I think also because he's still playing at a certain level. Which is crazy. But most greats go out on bad teams. Go out on and bad teams, bad teams and go for out a couple at like years. 33, 34 years old. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. uh, or even, I mean, like, the ones who are like him, like a Dirk and who play, you know, Ooh, a long ass time. Uh-huh. Those teams, were, his last three years or so weren't good. Kobe, his last four or five years, the team wasn't good. As we know, like, Jordan on the, the Wizards was not good. Mm-hmm. Um, KG wasn't really on good team. Like, a, when you're, when these guys are that old, and again, I think it's different because Bron's playing at a higher level than them. But overall, that's just kind of how it happens. A lot of the time, unless you're like Kareem and they draft a generational prospect number one near the tail end of your career, it just doesn't really happen. Yeah, no, you're right. Or like Tim Duncan got lucky because they had Kawhi. Yeah, no, that's facts. But the Lakers don't really be they, – honestly, they gave up so much of their draft capital to get Anthony Davis, so mm-hmm. it's like the probability of that – happening is just so low mm. now they're fucked <laughs> but, <laughs> we're gonna see what happens with them as well uh, i know it's still early you know we're almost there at the all-star break who obviously we, we're taking joel and beat out right now but gun pointed to your head who's your mvp right now Jokic. Jokic. Mm-hmm. why Jokic? i think one he could have and should have won it last year um but there was all there's of course always the voter fatigue and then Embiid was heavily campaigning and I think there was a pity party for him um but yeah I think Jokic just like I was watching I was just watching their game last night he put up like 20 20 and 10 or something like who that they play? I don't know who they played but it wasn't they a bad recently team. though right Detroit uh probably okay um but it wasn't it was not a bad team that they were playing mm-hmm. um hold on I'm about to look well why you looked that up I think I I was going back and forth you already know I'm biased, so like I'm not gonna say my MVP. I'm gonna give you another MVP answer like a week, an episode or two from now. But right now, I think Terrence would agree with me. I'd probably go with Shea right now, man. Um, I knew they were gonna take a leap. I didn't think they were gonna be borderline number one, number two seed. And they're such a very young team with really no veteran presence to see them play this well. Um, and like we already saw him be an All Star starter now, so I think. The, the media, definitely with Joel Embiid's dominance going and being taken away. And you got these other guys who are, you know, having career numbers, but, like, it's all always it's always about your team's success and also the narrative. I, I think they're I think they're probably going to give it to Shea. So, I, right now, I'll go with Shea. You think you really think he's going to win? If they're number, if they're number one seed, I think so. Hmm. I think they're going to be bored of, jo- uh, of your boy Joker. Joel Embiid's already not going to be considered anymore. Anthony Edwards sounds good, but I, I feel like they're no, not going to vote for him. Anthony um, Edwards is not consistent. I think enough. the league. I feel like Jason credit Jason Tatum. Obviously, he's on a stacked team, but like that individually, though he be he be playing great. But I feel like they just are not too much in love with him like that. Um, so I think by process of elimination, I think it's going to be Shea. Okay. That's now my great. other thing I was going to say is. 
if if Kawhi can play sixty five plus games and they have the number one seed, I wouldn't be surprised if the narrative changes. But right now, I'm going with Shea. Yeah, quite not winning MVP. Not I know he's not, not winning MVP. Not win MVP. I want him to win that one year, but James Harden he has too much, too much ground to make up. Too much ground? You think so? Yeah, he's he's just not on. I guess I mean also in terms of like just being on the the rate. Like in the end of the day, the MVP is a, yeah. is a media media award, thing. You know, and he's but not do you you don't think with them even being in the LA market, if they start to if they get the number one seed, especially like you still got a month to play. The number one seed is not all like. Were the were the 76ers the number one seed last year? Terrence, were the 76ers the number one seed last year? No. Yeah. Were they like top two, top three? But Joel and B, but Joel and Lee led the team with led the league in points, right? Right. But I'm I'm just saying like that number one seed thing is not yeah. all it's wrapped up to be. Like that yeah. doesn't, you know. I mean, although this was different, the context, but Westbrook just won. I was say, yeah, Westbrook. Six seed or whatever. Yeah. Um that was like, so here you go. Yeah, exactly. I know it was different because he averaged first person average triple-double triple and yeah, stuff like triple that. Yeah, triple-double was crazy. Um, but that that just being said, like, the, I just don't think that you being on the number one seed is the biggest factor. Exactly. I think they count more into, like, are you on a really good team? Mm-hmm. And then we kind of just throw you in a pool. Yeah. Um, because, honestly, if we're – like, Tatum would be way higher on everybody's – I say he they, should be, they, They're yeah. technically the best team in the league, and he's yeah. not – no one's considering him for MVP right now, to be real. Mm-hmm. So, what about Derek White? Uh, I mean, I was, I think it's, I think it's going to be, if things stay are as they are right now, it'll probably be between Shea and Jokic, but I really think that uh, Jokic just does more and not in a way of, in in more of a way of like someone giving you a hundred percent and someone giving you a hundred and one percent. Like, I don't want to put down Shea and what he's doing at all. Like he does everything for his team, but I think Jokic just does more. Yeah. And again, we will see, but I I know in the playoffs he is a hooper. Regular season award, but yes, you're right. It is, but I I think you you can you can't factor the upcoming playoffs, but you can factor your because I think the for me at least the MVP really factors in you, who you are as a player. Of course, it's about this one season, but all that narrative comes into it. Mm-hmm. So okay, all right. Because I think that's the reason, real quick, that. If Embiid wasn't averaging 35, I don't think he was going to win MVP again because so much of his narrative was, we gave it to you last year, and then in the playoffs, you didn't do nothing. You didn't do shit, yeah. No, that's facts. Okay. Um, Last time we were talking, we were like, because it's always weird with Rookie of the Year, right? You had motherfuckers like Ben Simmons and Blake Griffin who missed a whole season, but yet they're still – trialing with the team they get extra time to see what it takes to be a professional and just more time to work on their game um and they're eligible to be rookies so with that being said a few episodes ago we were talking about chet holmgram and how it seemed like because of the team success it was a foregone conclusion he may be rookie of the year but lately last like 12 games wimpy's been going kind of crazy and chet Uh, hasn't been doing as much either and he's been going down a little bit so last 11 games women's averaging 24 um, 11 with three blocks and four assists as well, too. You think if this trend continues, the league's going to give him rookie of the year? I don't even think it's – to be honest, I know we had a lot of conversations before the season started, but 
as long as Wimby came in and did what he was expected to do, he was going to win rookie of the year. Yeah. yeah. More, I feel like what we were talking about is like, okay, if he comes in and averages like 10 or yeah. something like that, or, you know, maybe even like 14, 15, but he's coming in looking dominant, giving you X amount of blocks a game, and he's doing it all in like 25 minutes a game. I was just about to say, I was like, yo, he's only doing this in like 26, 27 yeah. minutes. So yeah. imagine when he played 35, 36. Yeah, I, I just think there's, it don't matter how bad the team is, and it shouldn't because that is literally. If you're the number one overall, you're supposed to technically be going to the worst team or one of the five worst teams in the league. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I'm not going to put the team success thing in there at all. Mm-hmm. And to me, he's just outperforming everybody to such a capacity. Like, if Wimby was on the Thunder, could you imagine? Like, I was saying that too, bro. So, they, that's, I mean, obviously the number one or bound for number one, but they would – I think they'll yeah. be number one by a couple games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, that's, you know, that's that's really my thing. Like, Chet got drafted to a good team mm-hmm. um, because the team has really good management, and they got a bunch of draft picks to add, you know, like, this wasn't our pick. Our pick, if it was our pick, it would have been the 15th or 16th. But <laughs> we were smart, and we were able to draft number two, I think, or number two or three, wherever he was picked at. Yeah. Um, and, again, he's a year removed. So that's another year that they had to get better because they weren't this good last year either. Mm-hmm. You think Ben Simmons deserved that rookie year over Donovan Mitchell that one year? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not a – I don't really care about the you missed a year. Like, that's you just – care? It is what it is. Like, you can't – Control If I Yeah, like, if I got injured and but I – But I feel like some of them, like, all. for example, like, Shaq could have came back from that injury and played. But, like, you want to get the best pick that you can and – I don't them again. I don't think it was about getting the best pick because they weren't a bad team. Mm-hmm. I think it's more so again, we are we are a young team, so we can be future oriented. Yeah, and spend this year giving all our rookies, the Jalen Williamses mm-hmm. and all these other people, some minutes, and build him up, and know that when he comes back next year, he's gonna be better. Gonna be better. Okay. All right. Same. I think there's probably some times in there where Embiid probably could have played or whatever those first two years, but. It's just you gotta have the smart approach, and Did he went rookie nobody, year? no, because he barely played. But nobody was. I thought complaining. he shared with someone. No, he didn't share. Okay. Uh, but nobody was complaining when he was considered a rookie, and he missed two years. He yeah. had two years of, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I think that, that that type Captain of stuff American is picky and choosy. Serum. Yeah. Um, shout out to Westbrook becoming the 25th player to get 25,000 points. Just want to point that out there as well too. And it is Black History Month. Anything you want to say to all the black queens and kings out here? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Shout out to us. Shout out to us. Yeah, keep being great. Don't feel like you have to be the best thing ever. I think sometimes we can get caught up in black excellence Mm -hmm. and just not allow us to be regular, normal people. Mm -hmm. You know, because that's okay, too. Mm Yeah. and yeah, just just continue to do whatever has helped you to survive in this very Caucasian country. <laughs> hey, no need to add to that. Ladies and gentlemen, that was episode 138 of the Caesars Show. Make sure to subscribe on all forms of social media at Sir Caesars, at Carl Conyers, at Terrence Willie underscore, and at the Caesars Show. We are 